Welcome to an I Thought It Smelled Bad on the Outside, a podcast about Star Wars. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Kyle Jones. With me, as always, is Brent Stevenson. Hello there. Hello. So, uh, we uh, decided this week to throw up our uh, release schedule just to make uh, uh, people appreciate the uh, release schedule that Obi-Wan Kenobi has had. Um, you know, I know some people are frustrated in having to wait seven days, but at least it's been exactly seven days and like the her podcast which has been all over the place but <laughs> hey you know what we've we're slaves to uh technology and technology failed us this weekend so yep oh well, well um but, exactly. um we have another episode of Obi-Wan to talk about. As we're recording uh, this, it is uh, Wednesday, June 8th. So episode or chapter four of Obi-Wan uh, released earlier today. Um, I didn't bother asking prior to us recording. I'm assuming this is the case that you have seen it. <laughs> Otherwise, it's yes. <laughs> um, I have seen it as well. Um, before we talk about it though, um, uh, I'm interested before you watched episode four, uh, since we last spoke mm -hmm. about Obi-Wan, had your thoughts changed overall about the first half of the series? No, no, they're, they're the same as what we talked about, talked about before. Mm -hmm. Exactly yeah. the same. Nothing overwhelming, a lot of underwhelming Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I just, I, 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 again, I'm just, I'm wondering, you know, I, I guess I didn't temper my, uh, my expectations because I thought, mm -hmm. I thought just because it was going to be Obi-Wan and, oh, uh, Ewan McGregor returning, mm -hmm. um, Darth Vader in it, it'd just be like, uh, I don't want to say an easy win, but probably an easy win mm -hmm. <laughs> for that series. Yeah. Uh, but I have yet to, uh, experience experienced that so far mm -hmm. yeah um so i got a chance to watch the uh, the third episode again um and i was happy with the uh, oh, like with the um season where it was so far where we was left off before we watched ep uh today's episode um I just I did make a tried to make a conscious decision going into this episode that I was going to um, try to not be so beholden to canon and um, mm -hmm. and just let you know and 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 just accept that okay there might be some changes to continuity and, and what we thought has happened. Um, that was my intention going into this episode. Uh, whether or not I was able to succeed with uh, with that, we'll we'll get into. Um, mm -hmm. So now, you know, so episode four comes out. Um, you watched it. After you watched it, what were your thoughts? <sighs> your thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know. It really didn't take me very long in the episode for me to, again, feel quite disappointed. Mm -hmm. um, again, just even though there were quite a few very cool things that happened mm -hmm. in the episode, uh, just once again, it just just didn't do it for me. I yeah. even though there was there seemed like a lot of things going on, I just. There was something about this episode that really, excuse me, that made me really feel empty. Mm -hmm. I think that's probably the best way, empty and probably even more disappointed than the previous episodes because I'm again I'm, and I did the same thing when the prequels prequels came out. I figured they as they go along, you might pick up on some of the things that um, mm -hmm. that they might not like or change, and I figured maybe by episode four they might kind of picked up on that sort of stuff and. Actually, I thought it took a big step backwards in this episode. Um, in what sense? Um, 
like the writing, the, the story, um, the acting, the writing, <laughs> special effects. Um, oh, okay, yeah. Okay, yeah, and, and we yeah, I in- just there just seemed to be a lot, a lot. Yeah, so I uh, felt this episode was lacking. It was definitely, it's definitely the weakest uh, of the four episodes we've seen so far. Um, I will admit uh, that um, after watching it this morning, I felt a little bit disappointed that I had woken, got up a little earlier to watch it before work (laughs) and also thought, oh, okay, like... (laughs) There is nothing really in here that, you know, that, that if it had gotten spoiled for me during the day today um, would have been uh, disappointing. Cause, exactly. Because, uh, you know, not a lot, not a lot happens. Like stuff happens and no. it's moving, the, it moves the plot forward, but... Um, We've been kind of spoiled um, with the first three episodes where there's been interesting character moments and, and some really interesting things have happened. Um, mm-hmm. Whereas with this episode or this chapter, it was just very much, it, it really felt like, okay, we've got some plot we need to push through. You know, we need to we need to get things set up for the you know the the third act. So let's just power through this. Um, yeah, like uh, there was yeah, that's it's exactly what they did. They just plowed through whether it made sense or not. Yeah. So I have been um, incredibly disappointed. Um. I, incredibly probably is is too strong a word but i was just very disappointed with with the episode because this should have been a so maybe if if you haven't seen the episode obviously spoilers um spoilers yeah yeah the basic gist of of this episode is obi uh is obi-wan um has been brought back to the 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 Jedi refugee camp. It, it, that's not made very clear though, but it it, it is the Jedi refugee camp. Uh, he finds out that Leia you know, has been captured, and this is where he finally decides that he needs to do something, and and is now stepping up, saying he he you know that he needs to rescue Leia, and if no one will help him, he'll go on his own, and then you know, he gets help. To rescue her, and essentially he he does, and he goes on a um, rescue mission that is, uh, uh, I'm assuming, is intentionally supposed to be paralleling, you know, the the rescue on the Death Star. Death Star, yeah. Um, the problem is that it just wasn't it, a. It wasn't that exciting. Uh, all of the very action- predictable. Yeah, all of the all of the action that we've had so far in the series has been uh, has been exciting, um, and this was not. Um, there was a there was a s- scene uh, where it's the the room where Leia has been uh, captured, and the power goes off, and there's just kind of like this red glow that. that Visually, I'll admit it looked good because it was yep. there was two stormtroopers, um, and it was all pitch black. And then you would see uh, Obi Wan's lightsaber ignite, and he would take out a stormtrooper, and then the lightsaber would disengage, and it would go dark again. Um, that was a fun little scene, but that was it was very small, and it was just more visually impressive than like the than the action itself being um, good. You know, and um, yep. but the biggest that, that scene was totally reminiscent of the, the Soka uh, episode of uh, Mandalorian, yeah, yeah, and she did very... that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They did borrow a lot from Star Wars in this episode, yeah. It felt like I said, it, yeah, it, it definitely felt um, very 
I, I'm sure, that, like I said, I, I'm sure that there were some things that were meant to be callbacks, like the the idea yep. of of um, Obi Wan using you know, using the Force, you know, to to distract the stormtroopers and make them think that they've heard something in a different direction. Um, but but they did it much better, <laughs> you know, forty years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yes yes like, they did i could uh, and i can understand wanting to like the the distracting the stormtroopers thing that's a beat that's okay to you know to copy or, or to pay homage to but so Absolutely. much of this so much of this episode felt like it was just trying to hey look obi-wan has done this before he you know um all in one episode <laughs> it was just it was, it was disappointing um, yeah. there, there were a couple scenes in it that I, I, I didn't, uh, enjoy. Um, I didn't, uh, enjoy the scene where Obi-Wan finds, um, the tomb. Yep. That uh, was very so, cool. Yeah. So Obi-Wan finds a tomb deep inside the, um, uh, the Inquisitor's headquarters that is essentially has Jedi in amber. Mm-hmm. Um, so we don't see any Jedi that we uh, that we really recognize. There was one that I believe that was in the Clone Wars. Yep. Um, yeah. And we do see yeah, a youngling. So. Um, yes. But, <laughs> but it, it's not like we we saw like Mace Windu or Kit Fisto or anything. Um, yep. Uh, but that was a an interesting. It was an interesting scene that the idea that not only the Inquisitors are hunting down these Jedi, but they're like putting them on display as trophies. Yes. Um, I'm trying. <laughs> the other the other episode or the other part of the this episode that I really enjoyed was Vader. Uh, yes. We got a an, another small scene of, of Vader. Um, arriving at the inquisitor's headquarters and just tear once again tearing through people um Mm -hmm. and it's uh it's fun we mentioned this last week that we're still seeing a a vader that's um a little more energetic than yes very much so um so he still feels more like um anakin than yep. than Vader, which is which is nice because obviously he's still kind of adjusting, you know, or he, you know, he he's at, at, at this point in the timeline he's still closer to being Anakin than he than he uh, you know than he is in New Hope, obviously. So yeah. you know he's probably lost some of that, uh, you know, some of his old ways. But mm-hmm. see, once seeing him tear through that headquarters and throwing people around and, you know, <laughs> storming into a room and immediately picking, you know, uh, picking up the um, third sister uh, and force yes. choking her was just, like, that was great. And it made, it's made me wish, oh, I wish there was more Vader in this show. I think that, you know. I, I, I was really, have... I was expecting a lot more Vader in this episode from the last one. Cause mm-hmm. I really thought, okay, we've seen him, we've seen him fight. Okay, now he's gonna. Now we'll see more of him in the coming episodes. Mm-hmm. That's what I assumed, anyway. So I thought we were going to get a Clone Wars flashback. I'm surprised we didn't. <laughs> uh, be, oh, that was the one other thing that I like. And maybe this is what and this made the episode um, sting a little bit more. Was I? I actually thought it began really strong. I liked seeing the parallels of uh, both uh, Obi-Wan and Vader in their respective yep. back to tanks and the idea that they were having these little <laughs> flashes of, of, you know, what had happened. Um, so I, I enjoyed that parallel. And, but then I was like, Oh, we're going to get like a, you know, a small flashback, you know, like t- to, to them in the clone wars, but we didn't get that. So that was disappointing. Yeah. Um, that would have been cool. They must have a quota on how many back back to tanks they have to use in a, well, in a series of Star Wars. Like it, <laughs> it's just funny. It's all it's all it all fits to what this, the along the story is going, but I just 
you know, I just kind of find that hilarious. <laughs> find it funny. <laughs> no, I, I agree. Considering it became such a device in Book of Boba Fett, the fact that it was in here, it, it is humorous. But I can understand, like, it's, you know. Oh, yeah, the, it, it was. It had a purpose this in this episode. It yeah. had a, an absolute purpose for it. Yeah. Um, you mentioned the special effects. I, I'm curious as to what special effects you thought were so bad. The speeders. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god the speeders that was really bad it really was bad. and and you know what and it wasn't and i didn't i was more again i was disappointed because you kind of expect a little more with these episodes i mean they did such a good job on previous seasons even in this mm-hmm. season but mm-hmm. i don't know what they did to skimp out on on uh, on the ships, I don't I don't understand. That's that was, and I would, and when I saw it was this the Icom snow speeders. I don't remember the yeah. the uh, actual ship a, technical uh, name for. They're a T forty seven air speeder. T forty seven air speeder, perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, I would because that's another one of my favorite ships. Is that one? It's mm-hmm. Like I think that's the second ship I got when I was young. Got the Millennium Falcon, and then that was my second ship I ever got. So that, I was excited to see those, but then just to see the quality of the um, the special effects was very disheartening. Mm-hmm. Very disheartening. Yeah, the the, the uh, speeders, and I always knew them as the snow speeders. I only know that it's a T forty seven air speeder because I've built the the Legion model of it. <laughs> so it's yes. it, so yeah. the, the unit name is stuck <laughs> in my head, but. It was, in fact, it was one of the ships that I had really wanted when, when the, um, when the Star Wars uh, toys were first released, and it was the only mm-hmm. vehicle I bought um, during the Power of the Force two, when they when they first started re-releasing figures in the late nineties. I remember when you got it too. Yeah. Yeah, I was so excited, and it's crazy because all they did was they used the old molds for those ships, and then just you know like touched up the paint a little bit and gave it some electronics. Mm -hmm. So it was even more disappointing to see what a horrible job they did um, animating. Like it it just looked bad, and I don't know. Maybe it was just because it was just layers upon layers of visual effects, you know, because obviously that set doesn't exist and they were trying, you know, so it's, was, um, and, and then the ships were kind of, are kind of laid into that. Um, but yeah, it just seemed really bad. Like it, when they swooped in, it didn't feel like they were part of the scene. Does that make sense? Like it? No, it does. You know, uh, they stood out so, so oddly. Yeah. Um, and then being nitpicky, um, the fact that one landed and then there was like this big hatch that opened at the back where you know yeah. three people were <laughs> yeah. able to climb into. Um, they weren't that big. Dude, no, obviously no. it could. Obviously, it could have been a different model and everything. So I can accept that. And, and, and that's sure, yeah, where, yep, yeah, and and that is a part where I can um, uh, allow my Star Wars nitpickiness to to uh, subside and just say, okay, yeah, I, I'm being too nitpicky. Um, but if and to be fair, if they looked good, I, I probably wouldn't have, wouldn't have an issue. But it just looked so so disappointing. Yeah. Yeah. It did. It brought that scene down yeah. for me. Um, um, so you said the uh, some of the acting. What uh, what stood out particularly for you that was not? Really yeah, good? again, you McGregor again, and even mm-hmm. the um, and I don't remember her name who's playing the double agent. I didn't think hers was that great, except for the part when she was face to face with uh, the Inquisitor. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I again. Um, I, I think it had mostly to do with because they are just plowing through the episode. 
mm-hmm. um, that they couldn't, uh, maybe they just didn't have the time to kind of do that a little bit extra in the scenes. I, I don't know, but it just, it just wasn't there for me at all mm-hmm. this episode. So I didn't think Ewan Murray was bad in this episode. I, I just felt like in this, in this particular one, he didn't have anything to work with. Um, I really didn't like, <laughs> this is so stupid. I didn't, I don't like his new shirt. I don't like the outfit at all. <laughs> um, even, even in the previous episodes, you haven't liked that either. No, no, I'm not. Oh, really? It, it, he might as well just wear a Jedi cloak for, you know, like really seriously. Um, Because it's just so similar. It's just short. It's just short and Jedi cloak. That's what I see when I see that outfit. Okay. So I, so I really liked um, the, uh, his outfit in the first two episodes. Um, this one, I feel like they were, it felt like it was a little too on the nose where, oh, he's finally decided to start being a little more heroic again and get back to the old Obi-Wan. And now half of his um, his outfit looks like Jedi robes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I felt like that was a little much, but... Um, the I, I agree with you about the uh, the double agent whose name I cannot remember. Um, the I thought um, Moses Ingram is the third sister. I thought was uh, was good again this week. Um, mm-hmm. I still think that they need to reveal something soon um, about her. Yeah, yeah. They obviously hinted there. There was a a moment that they hinted at uh, where she's talking to yep. Leia and she's saying that it's a line something along the lines is that usually someone that you know that uh, shows off that much strength is really you know uh, afraid or something along those lines and says I know uh, you know I, I know this from experience, which yep. is probably suggesting you know which is uh, has been a, a theory before that. Um, she was one of those pa- uh, Padawan that we saw at the beginning yep. of, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, maybe the, uh, why she is so obsessed with Obi-Wan is because she feels that Obi-Wan abandoned her. Um, yep. The, the Jedi order, just the whole order just abandoned, abandoned them, I think. However, as well as Obi-Wan. So I was trying to figure out um, why uh, she might have such a um, a fixation on Obi Wan, and the only thing I can think of, and I'm hoping we'll find out in the next couple of weeks, um, is that he was the one that broadcast the message. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yep, right. Um, you know, that makes we, sense. We saw that we saw this. Uh, we saw it in Rebels. He was the one that was that were telling was telling Jedi, "Don't come back to the Jedi Temple." You know, there's nothing for you yes. here. You need to go in hiding. Yep. Um, so I could see as a youngling hearing that message, um, and hearing yep. that uh, another a Jedi Master, um has told the rest of the order, you know, to essentially abandon ship and abandon anyone that, that's still there. Um, yeah, I could see how they could, yep. she could be upset with her. Um, totally. I, just, I, I think you're absolutely right on that. I, I wish they would give her more to do though. Like all she really gets to do for the most part is yeah. just, yep. just stomp around and be, and be angry. Um, I still and, love and the, not, not cat and catch, catch anybody or just everyone gets away from her pretty easily. Although you know, she she did get to pull the the maneuver um, that you know of. Oh yeah, I let I let them go so I could you know so that they could lead us to wherever their <laughs> hidden base is. Yeah. Oh, yeah, which which is another which yep. is another parallel to A New Hope. 
<laughs> right? I, I guess yeah. it's quite possible that this is where Vader picked, uh, you know, picked that move up. Um, so the interrogation scene, though, uh, is was the point where I could not get past my uh, ignoring canon thing. Um, last week we uh, we were talking about uh, Leia and Obi Wan's relationship. Um, yep, we talked about how. You could, you know, it's quite possible that there was not that connection because she had only, you know, had, um, seen him referred to as Ben. Um, yep. So it's quite possible that she never made the connection that old Ben Kenobi was, you know, was General Obi-Wan Kenobi, you know, that served with her father during the Clone Wars. But during the interrogation... Uh, Reva specifically says to Leia, Obi-Wan is dead. Obi-Wan is dead. Yep. She refers to him as Obi-Wan. And that was, and as much as I want to just let, you know, say, no, it's okay. I can't. Because something like that could have been so easily fixed with a rewrite. Like, all she had to say is, you know, like, you know, your Jedi friend or your, you know, you know, your Jedi savior is dead. She yes. could have even just said Kenobi exactly. is dead. Kenobi and is you dead. Could, yep. And I could still accept the fact that, okay, she hasn't referred to him as Obi-Wan, so she hasn't, you know, maybe won't make that connection. So that part just just drives me nuts. And yeah, yeah, was talking to uh, someone at work today. Uh, he had seen it, watched it this morning as well, uh, and then proceeded to say that it was being r ridiculously nitpicky, and um, <laughs> and was wondering why I don't get the same way with um, like with comics, and because. There's a lot of uh, stuff in, in comics that breaks canon and 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 they're constantly yep. uh, retconning stories. And at least the way I I can justify it in my head or explain it is in the world of comics they've been telling sto these uh, stories with characters like in in the case of Spider-Man for 70 years. No, 60 years. Yep. At this point. Uh, or close to 60 years at this point. That's a lot of stories. So that is, <laughs> and, and it's a, it's a, it's a lot of continuity to keep track of, you know? Um, Absolutely. Everyone though, like can usually kind of keep like the, the, the big beats, right? Like no one gets, you know, yep. like Batman's origin in, you know, incorrect. They know that, okay, yep. what is it that made Batman Batman? Well, his, he witnessed his parents being killed. Um, you know, it's not Robin, you know, it's not Tim, you know, Robin that finds him and turns him into Batman. Like they, it's the big important beats people get right. It's the yeah. little things that, you know, that will get changed depending on, you know, depending on the story in star Wars, that message is mm -hmm. so important, right? Help me, Obi Wan yep. Kenobi. You're my only hope. Um, like it's so important that it, you know, it gets replayed in the Last Jedi, right? Yep. And we haven't had a lot of Star Wars stories. It's not like you no. know, like yeah, it's been forty years, but we've had eight movies, <laughs> or, or, or <laughs> sorry, like twelve <laughs> movies or whatever. That's it. Yeah. It's not like there. It's not like there's a lot of continuity that needs to be kept track of. Someone yep. could have very easily just, said, you know, what? Well, let's let's tweak this line. So it it, it drove me nuts. Um, that. Uh, <laughs> but that maybe maybe uh, I'm being old man shaking fist at cloud. I don't know. 
That's okay, though, to be that <laughs> shaking yeah. that cloud. That's fine. What I am having a little struggling with is, so we have Princess Leia, daughter of Bail Organa, who is part of the Empire, mm-hmm. and we have the Inquisitor capturing her, trying to get information out of her mm-hmm. um, about you know where the where the Jedi hiding, where's the route they take, blah blah blah. And I'm trying to think. Okay, so. How does even that fit really into how does nothing else happen? Maybe, you know, maybe something does and I don't realize, but Vader's going to know that I'm assuming that who they have captured, who she's related to, she's helping with the Jedi. Like how does, how does he not take that information and go back to Bail Organa? Again, maybe they have in some comic or book I haven't read, but that to me is kind of, I don't know if it kind of, I'm trying to figure out what I'm trying to say here. I just, to me, it just, with that much information, who he has into what we've seen in Star Wars, when they come face to face, he knows who she is. He knows she's, he knows he has a, an idea. She's helping the rebels. Mm-hmm. But I mean, there's the rebels, and then there's her helping the Jedi. Mm-hmm. It's two big different, uh, and I just, I just don't know how he doesn't do anything. Vader doesn't do anything with that information, and we don't see any repercussions of that. Well, and, uh, I'm just trying. Like I said, maybe you you can have an idea of how to explain it to me, but I just, I just can't see how all this. And we didn't see any repercussions of that in in the following movies, I guess. Well, we don't know. You know, maybe at the maybe at the end of uh, uh, of this series, we're going to find out that Jimmy Smith is getting his whole, uh, you know, getting a Bail Organa series, <laughs> and it's just going to be all about <laughs> just Vader constantly, um, you know, trying to keep him down. Um, but. Uh, Maybe in Vader's mind, like it's Bail Organa is just inconsequential to his plans. Um, he would he would have known, you know, he would have known Bail Organa, right? Yep. Um, yep. He was, you know, he was friends with him. I don't know if they were friends, but you know, he was acquaintance. He kn- he knows. He know. Yeah. You know. Um, he would have had the same type of connection that Obi-Wan did, you know, where they, yep. you know, f- fought for him. Um, so maybe he just said, eh, it's not important. Um, because if he had made that connection, if uh, Reva was able to make the connection that, oh, what we need to do, you know, if, if Obi-Wan, to get Obi-Wan out of hiding is we need to, you know, do something to the, you know, the Senator's daughter, um, because Obi-Wan's his friend and he'll come help. Um, Vader never figured that out. Um, and maybe it's just cause he just doesn't care. No. Maybe he's, maybe he's past it, but there's 10 yeah. years, yeah, maybe. you know, um, you know, Vader and Leia seem, if you go watch, uh, the beginning of new hope, yes. they seem very familiar with each other. They do. Yes. Yep. That, that's what I mean, though. I mean, like, she apparently has this information even at 10 years old. And, mm-hmm. you know, she's Baylor Organa, who's apparently high up in the Empire. Uh, and he just doesn't do anything with that. But again, like you said, you know, maybe they make a Barrel Organa show and they kind of explain that away. But it just, oh. it, just to me, that just kind of stuck into my head. Like, well, wait a minute. if If he knew that, she had idea of where the Jedi are. Then obviously she's ten. Her father's going to know where the Jedi, what's happening with the Jedi, and his connections. Why would he not go back to Bail Organa? Maybe I'm taking this too seriously. No, um, <laughs> but it just it just didn't it just didn't I, I just didn't make any sense to me. I, knowing what we see in Star Wars, uh, what we see in Star Wars, especially the relationship with Vader and Princess Leia. That they have, yeah, and fair like there has been very little conversation between 
um, Reva and Vader about Leia. It really has just been, hey, yes, I found Obi Wan. Been... So, so maybe he yep. just hasn't even given that much thought. And we do know that at the beginning of A New Hope, that the Senate gets disbanded. Right? They they say that that's the yep. you know the last remains of the of the old Republic. Um, so m- maybe they don't do anything with with Bail Organa, you know, because they need senators to um, make the transition from the old Republic to this empire easier for people to, you know, to swallow, you know, maybe mm. they realize, okay, no, you know, he, he has a, a role to play and, um, and we just have to, to you know, to leave him. Uh, Palpatine was always was always very good at you know pulling the you know pulling the strings and yep. being a puppet master, yep. um, and I could see it him very easily mani- telling uh, Vader, "No, this guy's off limits." You know, there is yeah, a th- there is, there is a much uh, he plays a much bigger role in our galactic empire um, for you just to go, you know, ape shit on him because you can't find a couple Jedi. I, and I, I guess maybe too, just thinking about it too, maybe him blowing up Alderaan was a, a bit of a payback too. Yeah, once he out, uh, um, out uh, did his usefulness, he just destroyed him and his entire civilization. Yeah. Uh, the one thing I will tell the show gave me great idea, great idea though. Mm-hmm. He gave me a great idea of how to sneak my son into a movie theater without paying for him. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm so gonna I, try that. I, 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 I don't know if they had in, if they meant to kind of play that for laughs. I don't see how you couldn't like, I don't know. See how you could take that seriously. Like really. Cause it's a viable escape, viable way to escape. Yeah. I, I, I'm shaking my head. That was not, that was not great. Um, was there, so was there anything else in the episode that you actually did like? I did. Um, when uh, Reva was uh, interrogating the the double agent, yeah. what was laid out all in behind her was all the Jedi uh, lightsabers. Mm-hmm. That part, that scene, that environment was very cool. So you you liked that set? That's what you liked <laughs> the, the set. Yes, <laughs> I like that set. Well, you know what? I I as 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 much as. The, uh, you know, him using the lightsaber again, mm-hmm. uh, deflecting laser blasts. Mm-hmm. I, I Almost anything for me with a lightsaber, any action with a lightsaber, I'm going to enjoy. Whether okay. it's good or not, I'm going to enjoy yeah. it anyway. Mm-hmm. Because I just love the lightsaber so much. So yeah. anytime they can get the sucker out, wield it, I, I'm all for it. I, I was enjoying that... Um, it felt clunky, like the way he was using his lightsaber. Oh, totally. And totally. Yep. As as that scene was progressing, he seemed to be getting a little more comfortable with it, and he seemed to be moving a little more, uh, more uh, fluidly, like he, you know he did in the prequels. Um. So. Yep. Yeah, it was bad. Like, just to be clear, this was not a horrible episode. Like, this wasn't like you know, really bad. TV, I just didn't. You know, I just think it was disappointing. I do think, like, there's yeah, substance wise, yeah, yeah. That once this, once all of the, once the entire series is out, um, and if you sat down and watched all of these, you know, back to back without you know having to wait, you know, a week, this episode probably won't be as bad. You're right. It could be. Yep. Yep. Again, I still go. I always, this episode really brought it to my attention again 
when you we were talking about last, I think it was last week, and mm-hmm. you said this this series would have been way better as a movie. Mm-hmm. And I think that episode, to me, kind of proved it. It should have been a movie, um, just for you know, they could have like streamlined uh, these episodes a little more, uh, fix up the special effects. Maybe you don't have to plow through some sort of some mm-hmm. stuff, um, and maybe some aspects of volume is not good for this episode either. No, I agree, and and I. You think back to like that hangar, the hangar bay stuff. Yeah, maybe this is something that should have been shot on the set. Yeah. You know? um, I also wondering, and I understand why Disney wants to release weekly episodes because it means that people are going to stay subscribed longer. Um, yeah. It gives something to come back to week in and week out. Um, it keeps the shows in the uh, in the public um, it's in it, it remains in the conversation um, you know yes. obviously the, the Netflix model is you know for them to spit out a series you know and you know an entire season immediately yeah um, which is you know which like to be fair like that that's my preferred way <laughs> you know to you know to watch something yeah but um stranger things this the last the season the first half of season four of stranger things came out last weekend yep already like it's it, no one's talking about it anymore because nope. it's already passed everyone's seen and it's like okay yeah great we know what's going on all right now let's wait till july until the till the next part comes out um Whereas, you know, even though Book of Boa Fett was not great, we were still uh, talking about it nonstop for seven weeks. Yep. Um, you know, we've been talking about Obi-Wan now consistently for three weeks. However, um, so I understand why, why they're putting out, you know, roughly one hour episodes every week. You know, from a marketing perspective, it makes sense. However, yep. Yep. I wish that they would look at the story and say, what is going to work best for the story? You know, yeah, I think you could have, and, and we, we obviously haven't seen the last two parts left. So, so this statement is only based off the first four chapters. I think you could have had three, you know, minute or sorry, hour 20 or you know, two hour chap uh, chapters and just kind of, so essentially three, yeah. three mini, three movies. So, you know, act one, act two, and act three. Because I think about once again, the episode we saw today, if it was paired with, with uh, the episode we saw last week, I think it would be much more, it would have been a, a much better ep- er, story. Like a much better middle part. All right. Yeah. Yeah. We've got, you know, it, it's, telling a bit more of a story we're getting you know a lot of more exciting stuff up front and um like i said like this just really felt like okay we know where we need to be for the last two episodes so this episode really is is the point where we're like all right we got to get from point a to point b so everyone's just gonna have to suck it up it was also i yeah. think one of the shortest episodes because <laughs> it was i think it was 38 minutes it was to me yeah it was short yeah. It felt it short too. It felt, it felt it. But I do have to say though, like um, I know when it comes to anyway, our family because my wife and my daughter just like they sat down and binge watched Stranger Things four. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were like, okay, what do we do now? So what do they do? They just rewatched it all again, and they're still doing it, rewatching it again and again. And I and I don't know if I'd be able. I don't know if I would do that with Obi Wan. Let's say after watching it, knowing that you know there's going to be nothing after it. You know, I might take my time to go back and rewatch that. I might not rewatch it over and over again. Um. So I guess there could be something said for that. Just it was funny to me how often they're kind of rewatching everything and mm-hmm. just preparing for the next uh, the next episode to make sure they've gotten everything. And they just enjoyed the show on top of that too. Mm-hmm. And 
like I said, like I would have, I'd be ecstatic if they had just dumped every all of Obi Wan out, and we yeah. could just sit sit down and watch it. Um, and to be fair, like you know, um, we do that as well with, with certain shows. Uh, you know, go back and you know watch everything. Um, I'm just trying to think of a show that we did that recently with, but I'm drawing a blank. Um, but we actually talked about going back and watching all of the first couple seasons of Stranger Things because it had been a while. And um, but then we realized that we were just already we just said, you know what, let's just sit down and watch it. <laughs> we'll, you know, we'll power through. But already watching it, they're talking about things that have happened in previous seasons. Like, yeah, maybe we should have. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe we should have gone back and, and watched it. Um, <laughs> I, I definitely am going to going to be interested in watching all of this um, once it's in all out. You're just sitting yeah. down and seeing if the story works better, you know, as one big long story as opposed to yeah episodes. There was one other thing I wanted to bring up too, and mm-hmm. I was really baffled by this. Mm-hmm. So the two pilots that were flying the snow speeders to rescue. Obi-Wan and Leia. Mm-hmm. He gets his ship blows up. His name is Wade, so we're dedicating this show to Wade. <laughs> they really wanted us to feel for his death. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I don't know who this is. They didn't even introduce him when they were setting up the plan. He was there. But they mm-hmm. wanted us to feel a loss with his death. And I'm just no, because I don't know who he is except for his name. And I didn't even know until after he died what his name was. But I just, mm-hmm. I, I thought it was kind of odd that they wanted us to feel that, but they didn't set it up for us to feel that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it there was very there was, odd. There was really no connection there. Um, you know, they introduced him, you know, he, he got to walk in while they were, you know, while they were talking yeah. about the plan, but there was yeah. no. I didn't know who he was when he was standing there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it, it would have been more uh, dramatic and emotionally impactful if it was the character that had the speech. Um, that, yeah. You know, that uh, referred to Obi-Wan as general. Um, that talked about yep. it, you know, his wife being hunted. Um, so obviously he probably was not a Jedi, but his wife was that, that would have been, yeah. that would have been more impactful, right? Absolutely. Um, you know, here, here was someone, another person that, you know, initially didn't seem like he wanted to fight, didn't want to be part of it, but was still, you know, yep. you know, um, and it already, and it had personally suffered, you know, losses. Um, but was still, uh, you know, um, when the time came, was willing to do the right thing to, you know, to fight against the Empire. But yeah, in, yeah. instead, the, now maybe there's there's something else we're, you know, we're going to get with it, that character, um, so they didn't want to do that, but it, it did feel like a waste um, just to yeah, have a character that okay. didn't have anything to do. Like, there was time. It's not like It's not like they were running long for the episode. They probably could have snuck in no. an additional scene um, you know, where people were just having a conversation or you know, whether there was something, right? Yeah, just something. Like what? I said, we didn't even know his name when he was standing there <laughs> like he, setting everything up. Like, I don't think they said his name. I'm pretty sure they didn't. No. Like, you could have very easily done a scene where they're prepping for the mission. You know, loading up yeah. the shuttle or doing something, and he and he's helping them pack. Where him and Obi Wan have a, yeah. a brief conversation, at least sure, you know, something. just something to make him, you know, to make him realize, oh yeah, he's an actual character, not just someone that's you know <laughs> accidentally walked on the set. And like, yeah. okay, what you want to point <laughs> over here? Okay, I can do that. So, and they didn't need to give him any lines either. They could have saved money on that too. I don't know. It's. I, I do have um, hope for the last two episodes, though. I, I do, too. I, I'm 
I'm hoping number one, I think we're going to see a lot of Vader in the next two episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's always good. Um, but I, I'm, I'm very interested how this is going to wrap up. Very interested. What's going to happen. Yeah. Um, there has to be something is going to have to happen that is going to make Vader not want to hunt Obi-Wan for the next 10 years. Yep. Um, that, that it's also going to have, that's going to have to make sense. It's going to be in a back to tank for 10 years. Uh, okay. I guess that, I guess that, I guess that does make sense. Uh, it's a really shitty <laughs> answer, but at least, you know, I guess at least it makes sense. Like, I think that's going to be the biggest thing. Um, you know, yes. all this, all this, uh, you know, canon stuff aside, um, the stuff with Obi-Wan and Leia's relationship. And um, if they can stick the landing on this, I'll be able to get past all that stuff. Yes. But yep. they really were going to have to give us a, Excellent reason as to why Vader, you know, knowing that Obi-Wan is still, you know, has proof that Obi-Wan is still alive. And we know that he, you know, still blames Obi-Wan for, you know, for making him. He specifically says, you made, you know, you made me who I am um, from not hunting him across the galaxy. Yeah. (laughs) I'd be very interested to see how that plays out. Even sitting trying to think how they're going to do that. That's going to be really hard. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm, you know, like I said, giving them the benefit of the doubt. Yep. Um, you know, we've only got two weeks left, so, you know, we'll know, uh, we'll know soon enough. Um, so one last, I guess, switching gears a little bit. Um, I guess it's not, still, <laughs> we're still talking about Star Wars TV. Still but, Star Wars. Yeah. Um, so th- there was a an article um, that was talking about new seasons of uh, TV. Um, it was on uh, oh, where was it? Uh, Entertainment Weekly. Was it Entertainment Weekly? Uh, oh, it was Entertainment Tonight. Oh, Entertainment Tonight. Oh, yeah. Show's ET still on. Online Ooh. apparently, uh, and they were talking about um, mainly the article was about Mandalorian season three. Um, but there was a brief, um, snippet of, um, talking with, um, Tamora Morrison, um, about the book of Boba Fett. Um, and he said, he was talking about, um, what he wanted to do. And so when they asked about Boba Fett and coming back, he said, uh, we've got to bring him back somewhere. We've got to see the old Boba Fett. Uh, we introduced him, we found out some stuff, but I think it's time to get him back to his badass ways. No two ways around that. So I think we uh, sort of have to scope, uh, have that scope to go back there, but that's out of my control. I'll just see what happens. Um, yes. So, A, does it surprise you that more Morrison said this? And B, do you want to see them uh, backpedal? With Boba Fett. I want to see them backpedal. Okay. And I'm a little surprised he said it. it uh, yeah, yes and no. I mean, he he knows Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. He played Boba Fett. I think he... I, I'm just wondering if how much of the fandom he was listening to that were kind of... You know, everyone's saying hoping what Boba Fett was going to be when the mm-hmm. new show came out, that uh, he's not the old Boba Fett. So I, I, I think that uh, like, you know, it's almost borderline biting the hand that feeds you almost. You got to be kind of careful what you say. Um, um, but uh, I'm, a, I'm a little surprised you said that, but again, he knows Boba Fett. He knows the character. He knows how much of a badass he can be. So I think he kind of, he did what Disney wanted Mm-hmm. I think now he wants to do what he wants to do with Boba Fett and be the badass again, which is exactly is exactly what I want to see. Yeah, I, see, I, 
I would like to see him be go back to being a little more ruthless, uh, being more of a badass. I don't want to see him go backwards, though. Um, you know, I don't want to see him to say, "Oh, you, like decide." Oh, you know what? I, I'm I'm done with being uh, uh, Dymo. I just oh. want to be. Yeah, I just want. I'm going to go back to being a bounty hunter. Bounty hunter. Uh, I, 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 yeah, I don't, I don't think, expect them to do that. No. I, I don't think that would be interesting. Um, that being said, this isn't the only time uh, Tamora Morrison has made comments about Book of Boba Fett. Um, he's talked about how he's felt that Boba Fett talked too much. Um, and and I don't know if this is if this is you know like revisionist history where he's you know trying to you know stay in the good graces of the fans, um, you know because he's the face of Boba Fett. Um, yeah. But he. Uh, I don't know if this came up at Celebration or if it was just an article that came out around that time uh, where he had said that he, he was actually going to the directors and going to Robert Rodriguez and saying, listen, um, can we give this line to uh, Fennec Shand? Um, because apparently he had a lot, a lot more dialogue in the first couple episodes of Book of Boba Fett. Oh. But some of the some of the exposition um, went to um, Fennec Shand instead, apparently upon his recommendation. So Interesting. Um, so you're probably right that he, you know, that he does have a good sense of what the character should be. Um, but, you know, I think you're also right that he realized, hey, uh, you know, this is probably the best acting gig I've had in, 10 you know in a long time <laughs> so you, you know you don't want to be the the one person's like no listen i i know how to do star wars better right yeah yeah and he he is he is a warrior in a sense too he's got very deep roots in australia and new zealand mm-hmm. i'm probably gonna get that wrong anyway so and we've all seen him do his uh the the native dances he does so mm-hmm. i think he wants to bring that energy and use that to bring Boba Fett back as a badass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I just think I, I don't want another show with him. Um, I was thinking about this on my way home. Um, Cause I was thinking about how Obi-Wan is, you know, is being used and, um, and when we got Boba Fett in season two of the Mandalorian, it was perfect. Yep. It was. You know, we, you know, at the beginning of the season, he was teased. Um, then, we, you know, we finally got to see him in the, the sixth or seventh episode, whatever it was. But, the, but the, you know, the one where we finally got to see Boba Fett being a badass. Um, and that was great. And then he was just, you know, kind of there, you know, in a scene or two. Uh, for the mm-hmm. rest of the season, and that was perfectly fine. Um, you know, as much as we all like characters, sometimes there's just you know, there's not a compelling enough story for the, that the character to have you know a proper series. And yep, it'd be it'd be very interest. It'd be very hard for them to do anything but continue on with the story they already started telling in the first season. Yeah, so I'm perfectly fine with him with him popping up in the Mandalorian. You know, uh, you know, because they probably can't uh, go three episodes without um, them going back to Tatooine. Um, you know, so he'll be, you know, so he'll show up. Very true. So I'm like, I'm fine with that. Like, you know, getting little bits and pieces of his story, um, you know, maybe in other shows, but I, I don't, I don't want another show of his own. So, um, yeah. (laughs) So any uh, final thoughts uh, on, uh, Obi-Wan episode four before we wrap this up? Uh, no, just um, bits and pieces I liked. Overall, disappointing. But again, I'm the buildup is for the next two episodes. So, mm-hmm. like you, I, I'm I'm hoping they'll uh, tie everything together, and those will be the two best episodes of the season. That would be nice. 
So if you're uh, enjoying the show and uh, the way that you subscribe to this um, podcast has a way to leave a review, uh, please do so. If you want to leave us a message, you can go to anchor.fm forward slash smells bad outside podcast. And there's a little button there that if you're on a mobile device, you can actually record a message. Uh, during the week, you can find me uh, on Twitter at the Pie Whisperer, where chances are, if I'm posting anything, it'll probably be about magic these days because I've been playing <laughs> quite a bit of magic lately. Uh, where can people find you, Brent? You can find me on Twitter at HomerJ13. All right. Well, uh, I think it's time for us to say goodnight, Brent. Good night, Brent. <laughs>